tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah. Bringing us in, Brandon Calhoun. We've gotten accustomed to it now. I know. I love it. I love it. I love that we've got it now to kick off our shows. Hey, After Buzzers, and welcome to another Battle Creek After Show. Tonight, we're talking Season 1, Episode 9, The Gingerbread Man. And before we dive into that, I want to make sure you guys out there are all subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash TV. You can also catch all of our After Shows on iTunes, SoundCloud, and the AfterBuzz TV app. So the best app. Yeah, the best app. <laughs> the so free app. Hit us up on all those platforms. Get your AfterBuzz fix wherever you need it. I'm Lauren Salon, and you can find me on Twitter and all social media at Lauren Salon. And I'm joined as usual tonight by Gary Thomas. Gary, how's it going? Great. Good episode tonight. So I'm yeah, excited to talk about yeah. it. And where are you on, on social media? Twitter. Instagram and Twitter. I am Gary Thomas. Don't look for me on Facebook. <laughs> Don't look for him on Facebook. Now everyone's going to go do it. Seriously. Hope that's private. <laughs> Good luck. All right. So tonight's episode, The Gingerbread Man. I This is a high-ranking episode for me. Yeah. I definitely I, am liking where we're going with this season. Yeah. I like how they... I like how the characters have been getting more involved and mm-hmm. kind of become... Obviously, they're involved every week because they're a police department. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. But I like how the characters are getting more involved in kind of the central storyline, you know? Yeah. Obviously, tonight, Font got injured. And so that brought a lot of drama and kind of raised the stakes for the episode, which made it more exciting and stressful yeah, for we, us watching. We got to meet his wife. Mm-hmm. We had this, we saw another dimension of Russ. This was a really layered episode, not think that this this whole season is finally going in the right direction because you know in the first one or two episodes we were like okay we're not sure if we really like it but you know we're still giving it a chance and just got gradually better and better and better yeah i definitely agree like we've said before it seems sometimes like they were figuring out the right tone mm-hmm. the right balance of crime emotion and comedy and i feel like they're kind of coasting on yeah, in the right good. direction you know with with keeping the characters kind of central to the story and you know getting Gusewitz and her Son and their storyline involved mm-hmm. more. I think when we see those those backstories and the more personal sides of the characters, I think those always make for the strong episode. So tonight's I thought was really good. So we start off with Font and Rust in a car, and Font sees who he believes is this criminal, Barclay Spades, who was like a hedge fund guy, you know, some financial criminal. Basically a white-collar criminal that right. the FBI, FBI wanted to get. That's how big he was. And so there's a lot of talk about Font and his special gift of never forgetting a face. He was like, I was driving opposite side of the freeway (laughs) one time, and I saw this, some baseball player that I don't know. And he's like, and so I pulled him over just to prove to Milt, or just to prove to Russ that That it was was him. So (laughs) Goosewicks is like, you saw my cousin's cousin at a Kiss concert? (laughs) Yeah, with face paint and everything. So this is like a known thing that Font has this like keen ability to remember faces and spot them and it's you know guaranteed it's that person if font says so 
It's that person. It's right. So Font tells Milt, he's like, I'm sure I saw spades. Milt's like, he's dead. He jumped off a bridge. Plenty of people saw this happen. So sorry, buddy, but he's dead. Right. And, you know, Font ends up going to Goosewitz and like with some story like, oh, we're going to go to Baltimore or not. Go to Detroit to do this. Detroit to to do this sort of thing. She's like, oh, I I figured it would be to look into the Spades case. Supposed suicide of Barclay Spades. Yeah, and she's totally cool with it. And I know when we were watching, you're like, oh, she can be pretty cool sometimes. She can. Like, thing, you know? She just has her times where you just, she's like, so, she believes in everyone in the department. Like, she has her attachment to them in some way and it it shows in different parts. Right. You know, she follows follows the rules for the most part, but she's also pretty cool and she, she, like, like you just said, you know, her, her guys and her gals are her family, and exactly. she trusts them. So I liked, I liked seeing that too. I was like, "Yeah, Goose Swiss, you, <laughs> you let them go pursue that case, you know." Um, so Russ um, ends up going to the medical examiner because he want, you know, they've got the autopsy report from this death, and he, so they're pursuing it separate mm-hmm. of Milt. And Russ really wants to be able to overturn Just this case and rub Milt's nose. Rub, in, yeah, you know? exactly. And Font's That's... like, he's done nothing wrong. He's nothing but help slack. us. <laughs> yeah. You know, so everyone still thinks Milt's fine. Russ is the one who's really kind of gunning for him. And so Russ goes to make a deal with the med- medical examiner and to get her to review the autopsy files to see if anything was missed, any errors or anything like that. And in exchange, she wants his car. Which I I never understand why they're in his car. Yeah. Okay. If you're a police officer, I get the whole underfunding thing and all that. So they're really trying to push that as far as they can. But come on. You have police vehicles. Any vehicle you would be You wouldn't be driving this like his. 1962 Taurus right. or whatever the heck it is. It's, it's a, such it's a piece like of the, crap. It's like the smallest car ever and him and Milk it's get so in this car. It's funny like, looking when they're both in it. How incognito can they be in this car? Right, not at all. Exactly. So I think that's one of the things that they hold on to for comedic purposes, for sure. That they actually so get in this silly. car and go somewhere. Right, but it is ridiculous because you're like, you wouldn't ha- be driving around in your own dumb little exactly. car. Exactly. You know, you'd have, no, a, you'd have an official vehicle of some sort or an right. undercover vehicle. Right, something that looks a, a little less, you know, of, you know, obvious with these two men dressed in suits in this car looking around. Yeah. So Russ ends up agreeing with the medical examiner. I, f- I forget her name right now, but ends up agreeing that he'll swap the car. Essentially, she wants to give it to her nephew. And I, lo- I like how they are so tongue in cheek and not even that tongue in cheek with Russ always making fun of her for being sure. little. <laughs> and, and he's like, do you think my car's crappy because it's small? Is that what you just said? She's like, no, because it's, it's crappy. crappy like. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like their dynamic a lot because she's kind of a firecracker. And exactly. It's pretty funny because she'll dish it right back to Russ. Um, so they end up meeting with the cop that saw this spades guy jump off the bridge and stuff. And he um, and they're kind of, you know, replaying the situation to see if it was possible that maybe he didn't jump or if a car passed by. Did he somehow mm-hmm. jump into the car? You know, something other than him jumping into the water and dying, essentially. So Russ ends up crossing over the fence or the railing and stuff and jumping down to the next level. 
and proving that he had the opportunity to fake this death. Exactly. I thought it was cool because we always talk about and, and Milk brings this up that Russ goes to a scene and speculates and speculates mm-hmm. but his speculation is a lot of times very right. He's very spot on in finding the little details so it's kind of cool to give Russ the opportunity just to be right and like you know use his skills and so everyone's not just hating him because he hates Milk. Exactly <laughs> yeah so he kind of proved that hey I'm on to something exactly. it he could have just jumped down to the next low level. Which was easy to do, apparently. I feel like bridges are much... There's a lot more space than than that, you know? It's not just like... Well, TV purposes. No, I, I know, I know. I need to realize that. You're like, um, not real, but okay. <laughs> so it turns out the medical examiner comes, you know, reports back and says, okay, so... The body, this, you know, they couldn't identify the guy because the face was, like, too smashed up and stuff. But that the DNA was a match, but it was a match to evidence that was planted in this guy Spade's apartment, which had been very intentionally planted there. So he had gone and planted hair and fibers and stuff from the body they decided to use Mm -hmm. in his apartment so that when they check the body and check the stuff in the apartment, it ends up being a match because apparently they didn't have his... DNA on he's file. Never been arrested. Yeah. So that was super smart of this guy. And so they figure, okay, well this was a this wasn't his body. We're on to something cuz the blood type wasn't yes. a match. That's what it was. And as they're so now the team is fully investigating this. You know, Milt, the FBI wasn't right, you know, they're all on board trying to figure out what actually happened now. So they're all at the department and of course Holly comes in with some key information which I Holly's love, always here being clutch and saving the day with these just little little things. I know. She always seems to be right there at the right time with that nugget of, you know, some sort of nugget of information or kind of really important piece of information that helps, like, turn the mm-hmm. the search in the right direction. Exactly. And so this time she's like, you know, if if he faked his own death, he wouldn't have trouble, you know... Like hiding his money and what he's paying doing, bills paying his bills, like that. that sort of thing. He'd have trouble not talking with his family. And then she casually mentions like this, some private conversation she and Milt had this one time where he, Milt was talking about how he doesn't really communicate with his mom, but he, when he eats lasagna, lasagna. he thinks about her, you know, because that was, she would always make lasagna and or that was something. His favorite so, meal that she cooked. Exactly. So then they're like, okay, well, this guy was German. Let's go to, German restaurants and see if maybe some random guy has been going to German restaurants to try and like feel close to his family, I guess, <laughs> which is but like kind of a stretch, but they use that as an opportune moment to finally tell something about milk. Yes. We're, we're starting to be, peel away at the onion with him, so I think that's leading up to something, right? Well, we know? already we knew, right, we knew that there's tension it. between him and his family, yeah, but now it's like kind of like reminding us to kind of keep that in front of our mind, as well as you know, showing that he does communicate with Holly yes. as well, but and, and I wanted we, to put that out front because we, we're probably going to see something, some more about him soon. Totally. And shows us that Milt is, you know, he's making an effort to connect with other people in the yeah. department. So, you know, just because we're not seeing it, it doesn't mean he's not like, you know, becoming friends or developing relationships with mm-hmm. other people in the department. So, you know, Russ, Russ liking him, it's only a matter of time. It I was, think. it was a moment, it was <laughs> a good moment for, for something for Russ to find out about him. Yeah. You know? Russ yeah. is in that with things. He's always thinking he's hiding something. Exactly. So they end up getting this information and they go to this hipster sausage shop and stuff. And I loved the guy who runs it. He's like got braids <laughs> in his beard, his little top knot buns in his hair. 
And he said that the guy that they're looking for will be there tomorrow, most likely. Totally. Yeah. With him. For some specialty sausage that they're making. (laughs) He makes it once a month. Yeah. And so they all, they go undercover. You know, they've got Funk is the butcher, all this stuff. So they're getting ready to kind of nab this guy. They see him outside going in and with the pregnant woman. So they're like, oh, don't go now because we don't want him to take her hostage. So and Mil- which he was that spot was, on with that one. Yeah, yeah, that was Russ. They should have listened to Russ and gotten him. Yeah, just then. went straight in right then. Yeah, because as we saw later, he ends up. The bad guy, or Spades, ends up locking everybody in the freezer and taking, you know, using the pregnant woman as a hostage and then mm-hmm. essentially escaping. And so this is why, I mean, we were talking before how, like, the the gingerbread man was kind of a random title because I feel like their titles have been so punny and just yeah, clever exactly. and very clear what they mean with regard to the episode. And the only thing I'm kind of thinking for the gingerbread man is, you know, like, catch me... Like, catch me, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man sort of thing. That which, has to be the only thing. Because right now I'm drawing a blank to why I, it's called the gingerbread yeah, man. Yeah, I think that's the only thing. Because he had gotten away the first time with faking his own death. Got away the second time at the, the German sausage place. And then they go to the house he's next up. Gone. And he's not there again. So he's, like, being very elusive. So that's the only thing I can kind of He's very, very get. smart. Yeah, very sneaky. Yeah, at the house. I was... Oh, that was that was like got me a little nervous there. So they're when they're at the house, Funk, um, Font, and Aaron, and they are talking about how, you know, they go in. They're like, okay, clear, no one's here, and talking about how he would have just blown them up. You know, why wouldn't we be dead already? And Jay Cox is like, well, the IRA they would wait, delay their bombs five minutes so that the first cop who came in would clear the scene and, and then everyone else comes in yeah and then let everyone else come in and then the bomb would blow up more people <laughs> they which, were like how long have we been here yeah which turned out to exactly be what the plan was and they escape unscathed or so it seems and then font turns around <laughs> Oh my Even gosh. I was like, oh! I know, like, both, both of us are in there. We're like, no! <laughs> like, no, what happened? Don't show it again. It's, <laughs> it is so funny. He's like, what, what's going on? Like, nothing. Like, yeah. what are you guys talking about? He's like, what? What? Just flinging around and he's got yeah, maybe, this thing maybe, sticking maybe out. Maybe the glass head. cut my ear, so. Like. Oof. Yeah, it just looked rough, which was kind of like comedic. The, it was, that it way was a that good, whole thing played out. It was a good level. They didn't do, yeah, overdo it. Yeah, I think it was it. a good level because it ended up being a little bit funny. But then, as as we saw later, was pretty serious because you know he clearly had a head, a serious head injury, Very and serious. that could you know if there's any swelling, he could have like gone into a coma or. You know, who knows? Like, there was some very real risk involved with that. There was some very real just moments in it. They really acted that out very well. And it was a little emotional. I know. I got got a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah, Russ Russ was very serious. He's like, this is not a joking matter. We're going to find this guy. You know, like, it's one of my boys. And we... You could just see just how much he meant to Russ you know mm-hmm. in that moment like it was just so good to see so much more of him so yeah. mu- you know his anger was directed because he was hurt and this was how he's coping so it was exactly. just like it was just so good just to see more of each character you know I was kind of upset that we met Katrina before Shailene but neither here nor there writers <laughs> neither here nor there I know, but, I know I was thinking about Shailene right like we met like, Katrina she, first <laughs> I know and she was beautiful was she yeah yeah 
And that was it, fun though to meet her. Yeah, just I, I loved it. it was emotional and mm-hmm. just 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 to sprinkle comedy. It wasn't too much. They hit yeah. it, it came off of it, and it was good. I totally agree. Totally agree. And so in that in the hospital, we have a little moment with Holly and Katrina talking about. You know, Holly's getting ready to go on this cruise with Brady, her very new boyfriend. And Katrina casually drops like, oh, well, I've always thought like you and Russ, there would be something there, right. you know. Funk seems to, or Font seems to think that Russ is in love with you. And Holly's like, well, what? It's kind of news to her, but kind of not. And she's like, well, he's never asked me out, so can't wait forever. I think it was just a confirmation for her. Yeah. Because she knows that they are close, so whatever he's saying to his wife is probably true. Oh, yeah. He really probably got it from Russ. So she's like, okay, now I for sure know it's like, you know, definite now. Yeah. So I'm I'm like, oh my gosh, what's she going to do with this information now? Because <laughs> she's like, knows for sure. Yeah. And then we... We see later, obviously, like we were talking about last week, we kind of saw in the, you know, upcoming teaser stuff that Milt ends up literally pushing Russ into Holly's direction so that he can finally ask her out or something. You know, he's he's really gunning for the the hope that Russ will ask her out then and she won't go on the cruise and then they'll they'll start dating or something like that, which seems a little, you know, realistically speaking with Russ's character, I didn't think he would. I don't. I don't know. You ruined it for moment. me because I was like, I'm all into the screen. Like, yes, it's gonna happen. It's gonna You're like, it's not gonna happen. I'm like, <laughs> thanks. I just know Russ. I know Russ too well. <laughs> and I just dream oh, of just them so getting much, together. There was just so much like love tension there, and you know, Holly's knowing what Russ wants to say. Russ, Holly's waiting for it. I know completely, and he doesn't spit it out. And the whole time. In this episode, you know, when Milt is kind of egging him on to ask her out, he's like, she's got a boyfriend. I'm not about, like, trying to date or steal someone else's girl, you know, which yeah. is pretty, like, noble and honorable of him. But They've only been on a couple dates. Right. It's not right. really that serious. And I, I love how Milt throws it back in his face and he's like, uh, you'll keep a flask under your desk, <laughs> yeah. but you're not okay with dating a coworker. <laughs> what the heck, buddy? <laughs> I just like that there. There's more commentary between them now. You can see that they, they kind of know each other more, mm-hmm. so it's not as bad as the first episodes where they're just kind of like combative. They're like yeah. more just debating, and you can see that they know a little bit about each other. So I like mm-hmm. that, and it was kind of cool seeing them in the car going back and forth. He's like, "I know you like her." And like, yeah. it's not a denial thing anymore. He knows, and he knows, and it's just you know, come on, dude, just do it. Right. I think we're just getting. We're so close to it. I mean. What, we've got four episodes left in the season? Probably last episode. No. Probably. Uh, it's going to make us watch it again. The, it'll probably be the last episode, if we really think about it. The last episode, I, I guarantee gonna it's going to be, like, it's gonna be so juicy as far as Milt and then the Russ and Holly thing. It's going to be it's gonna be so good. Yeah, I wonder, would the cliffhanger, you think, be... Well, <laughs> we, we, get we to won't predictions. get into predictions <laughs> We're going we're to wait. So... You know, we're at the end. They end up going to the Spades guy goes to a, a yacht, his yacht in disguise and stuff. And the whole time he'd been kind of playing it off like he was this Robin Hood type character. And That's like, how he got the partner. Yeah. You know, I've been doing all these, like I've been a good guy. I'm a bad guy, but doing it for the right reasons. And mm-hmm. I'm not like taking advantage of good people. I'm really, you know, it's only bad people who have, who have come across my path or whatever like that. And we kind of end up finding out that that's not completely accurate um so he tries to make a getaway on his boat easy money 
Yeah. The boat was called Easy no, no, Money. Easy Street. Easy Street. Easy which street. is this saying what he was doing, like Easy Street. He knows he lives his life on Easy Street. Like, right. <laughs> like I was so like Easy Street. Yeah. A little clever right. throwing that in there. Not not so easy, was it? Spades. They got you. He was really good though. Yeah. He memorized all their faces. Like Oh yeah. I love he was that. Good. He's like we're in. I'm in a sit- town with an underfunded police force. You know, wasn't hard to know the detectives. <laughs> yeah, to memorize all your faces and stuff. Come on, um, yeah. So we. That's kind of how it concludes. You know, Font ends up being okay, which I think. You know, I didn't think there was any real, real risk there. No, but they but did it play was, it up a little. They you played know, it, it was good really to get good. those emotions going. Yeah, they played it really good because it was like. Don't have us all in here boo-hooing because you lose a character. Oh, like, yeah, no. Just... I don't think they can kill off any characters. Though we haven't seen the nibbles, niblets in a while. Haven't. I wouldn't be heartbroken if we lost niblets. <laughs> I don't want... What? I don't want to see him go, but I mean... It's okay. They can just go kill him off. That's how you are. <laughs> like, it's so mean. Like, but if they needed to... If they needed to take someone off the payroll, their choice, they should just right? kill him off. I don't know. Never mind. I'm <laughs> no. sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I don't. I want to see more niblets. But yeah. No, I. I do think we do see more niblets well, in the teaser. I'm sure done. he's going to come back at least once. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. of course. So should we? Should we dive into some predictions? Yes. We we we. We were already almost there. Sounds. I know. We were almost there. Predictions. Yes, the predictions. So, as we saw in the teaser, Russ gets kidnapped. And it's so hard to go off the teasers to say anything about predictions because they give you just a, the tiniest a bit. snippet. Yeah, just a tiny snippet. Yeah. So it's hard to go off of it. But this one was actually kind of It looks good. like we see Cookie, the dog again, right? Yeah. Was that Cookie? I don't know if this, or that was, was it someone else's dog. I think it might have been somebody else's dog. It was another little scraggly dog, but well, maybe it wasn't maybe Cookie. Maybe it was Cookie. For him <laughs> to be giving the orders to Cookie, yeah. maybe it was Cookie. I don't know. So Russ gets kidnapped by, we. I don't think we know, potentially a past... But maybe somebody that they've crossed paths with before. It has to be because That's I think I it happened think. in his own car or something like that. Yeah. It looked like it. So I don't, do you think that we'll see Holly next week or do you think that she's going to be on the cruise? I think we're going to see Holly. I, I think in a situation like this, we have to see her because mm-hmm. we, it'll be, it'd be good to see her emotions in this. But I also saw in the teaser. Oh, that's true. Very true. Milt's emotions towards <sighs> finding him. Like it was. We, there's no games to be played. Everybody's on board. We're taking yeah. we're, every resource we need to do use to find him. So it's kind of I'm gonna we're gonna see something else about you know yeah. Milton how Milt feels about Russ. You know now that mm-hmm. the tables are turned. Mm. Yeah, and good point with Holly needing to be there. We definitely should see Holly because maybe ooh maybe this is the moment when they get Russ back when they have their little love connection because maybe Russ is like oh my gosh things can change. I mean, he's not really like that. He's like, right. he's like such a grump, so he wouldn't say anything like that, I feel like. He's going to be like, I'm to- I was totally fine the whole time. Yeah, you guys fine. took forever. Yes, but. exactly. That probably will be what he says, but there could be some sort of softening for him and like kind of a wake-up call like, oh, I shouldn't, like, I need to go for it with Holly because you never know what could happen. I totally... Life's short. Good luck with that one, but I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen with her. That's not Russ's character I at all. I know it's not. <laughs> not at all. But I'm just saying, sometimes dramatic life events will yeah, give oh, you some Yeah, oh, normal people. Russ is by far not normal emotionally. <laughs> no. I know. I know. I'm just getting my hopes up. So that's, you know, okay, a, a way we could see it. I'll let you be there. I'll let you be up there with your hopes. 
But I think I think we'll definitely see some like truth with Holly's emotions about it too, with Russ being missing. I think it'd be stupid to not have Holly in that in that oh, yeah. episode with you know, sure. something that's dealing completely with Russ mm-hmm. getting kidnapped. Like she has to be in it. Yeah, totally. But I think do, that, what do you think? Do you think that her cruise is going to go well or be not a good cruise? What do you think? Not a good cruise? Yeah. I mean, you can't just I go feel on like... a cruise with somebody you've been on like four or five dates with, you know, the little coffee bean guy. <laughs> I feel like almost it could, they just won't have chemistry or something. Like, she thinks he's a nice guy. They're going, but like, they're like, oh, well, you know, what, four days together, however long this cruise is. And she's going to be like, you know... We haven't spent that. We've only gone on a couple of dates. We finally had a chance to spend like an, an extended mm-hmm. period of time together, and it's just not there. I mean, she's not really raving like about fizzle. him anyway. Yeah, I feel like it could fizzle. When she talked to Katrina, she wasn't. She was just like, "Oh, he's really sweet." Yeah, he's sweet. I can't wait forever. That's kind of yeah, because she feeling. she knows where she, she really wants, wants to be. But so she's like, "I'm just kind of playing the field right now." Yeah, and we as we saw today, Russ is like doesn't want to step in on another guy's girl. That, that's his only ethics. That's the only place no, he's No, he's just a little chicken. <laughs> he's just a scaredy cat. Ugh. Can't, he doesn't want to you know, be with someone he works with. Yeah, but he, I think he's just scared of his feelings, to be oh, honest. Oh, definitely. He doesn't want everybody to see that side of him. No. Not he's scared office. of his feelings. So I think we're we're in store for another really good episode next week. Because, like, with this week, with Font getting hurt, you know, and in the last few episodes with Goose and her son in them, you know, like like we said, when the characters are involved in more than just solving the crime and they become yeah. part of the the tense storyline, it That's makes it formula. really good. So I think they've kind of figured that out and I think I think next week's gonna be a really good one. Yeah, I, I think that this one is gonna be good. I'm excited. I don't think it's gonna make my top three because I already got I those pretty yeah, solid. I but I, I, I agree. Definitely like when they get into one character and it involves the whole crime and everyone's kind of in there. So yeah, that's the formula. I, I I predict that Milt um is gonna hug Russ when they get him again, and Russ is gonna get uncomfortable with it. I I, I can't see that, but I definitely I'm gonna <laughs> I'm see making, some. <laughs> I'm just making some random predictions here. We're gonna see. It's <laughs> gonna make it exciting next week. Okay, <laughs> he's gonna hug Milt and Russ. I predict a hug. hug. <clears throat> I predict a bad cruise or a fizzling of the chemistry mm-hmm. during the cruise. I think that the guy who kidnaps Russ is going to be a past guy that they've already come across. I, not that we've seen, not but that we've that seen, but someone they've seen. seen before. I think that that the criminal is going to meet a side of Milt that we don't want to meet. <gasps> yeah, because he's going to go. Milt's going to get. Milt's going to get nuts. down and dirty to find yeah. Russ. Ooh yeah, that's yeah. what I'm excited for. Do you think we'll find out a little bit more about Milt's backstory? I think so. I think this is like the lead up. I think they're giving us a little bit by little bit and they, they want us to pay attention to certain things. So this is going to be like a definite episode. It's like, yeah. oh, Russ really does know how to get down with things. He's not going to just always be a rule follower. Yeah. Like when it involves somebody personal, he does what he has to do. Now, do you think, this is what I was going to say earlier. Do you think at the very end, so like we said, we have four episodes left in this season, I believe, so 13 total. Do you think that they're going to leave us with a cliffhanger about Milt and his kind of backstory and why he's in Battle Creek and stuff like that? Like there's going to be some big reveal and then it ends? Or do you think there's going to be kind of the cliffhanger with Russ and Holly and they're like finally like have that moment and then it's done and we have to wait till next season to see like what ends up happening with that or even both I really really think both 
But I think for a solid, you know, story and a solid lead into the second season, it, the most opportune one would be the uh, one with Milt. Yeah. Because the, the love story is kind of like we've, we're always going to see that tension between them mm-hmm. no matter what, you know, season we're in. But Russ can be a big story and a big change for season two. Mm. So... I think I, so. I hope it's both, but I think the best one is Russ. Yeah. I mean, or Mil- yeah, that's the one I'm kind of leaning toward. I think, I feel like they'll get to the Russ and Holly situation before the end. Yeah. At least, like, there's going to be some sort of kiss. I don't think they'll, like, just be dating or something. I think there might, like, be a kiss, and then there's, like, oh, my gosh, what just happened? And then, like, maybe there's more awkwardness at the office or something. But I think yeah, something but- is definitely going to happen before then. Because I don't see it as a as a cliffhanger situation. I see this no. something we're already all inevitable. aware of. And we just really want to see it. Inevitable. But Milt, his life and his story, his storyline altogether could be something that can change the whole outlook of this, you know, the whole series. And be something cool to lean into in season two. Totally. Maybe change the tone of the whole show. Mm, yeah, definitely. So I'm with it. All right. I think those are solid, solid predictions. So, I mean, anything else with no, tonight? No, our predictions are getting better because the show is getting way better. Yeah, I agree. I think this show is getting, you know, has figured out its its tone and stuff a bit more. So yes. it's, it's, it's fun. All right, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Be sure to check back next week when we recap episode 10. As always, make sure you guys are subscribed to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash AfterBuzzTV. Also find all the after shows on iTunes, SoundCloud, the AfterBuzzTV app, all that stuff. Make sure you guys are commenting on our YouTube videos. We love to talk to you and hear what you like about the show and what you think about the episodes. Yes. And tweet to us as well. And speaking of Twitter and all other social media, you can find me at Lauren Salon, which is probably right under here <laughs> for you. S-A-L-A-U-N. That's how you spell the last name. And Gary... Where can everyone find you again? Of course, I am Gary Thomas on Instagram and Twitter. Awesome. Cool. Thanks, everyone. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.